Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown, and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well, I was thinking to myself, what can I share with you this week? And whilst I've got a few ideas for content, and in fact, more than ideas, plans for content for the next few weeks, I wasn't really sure what I was going to share with you this week. And lo and behold, Monday comes around, which is my recording deadline day, and I'm thinking, what am I going to talk about in the podcast this week? It's one of the benefits of uh, the unplanned schedule, but it also brings some pressure points as well. And I was thinking to myself, well, what can I share? And um, this was, you know, what, what came to mind essentially is a stimulus, a stimulus rather, from conversations I've been having with a number of people of late. And it, and it re- really revolves around... Um, the, the phrase or the term resilience was the word I use. Now, I often talk about the, um, the, you know, the characteristics that we need in terms of mindset to be successful as property investors and development, uh, developers. And resilience is definitely one on that list. But I think uh, equally, I wanted to extend that uh, to a few other similar words, if you like, that, that could come into play here. Of course, the most notable would be grit. And uh, there's a very, very famous book, that's been written on the on the topic, of course, by uh, Angela Duckworth, uh, which is called Grit. And um, if I look at the title, actually, it's, it talks about the power of passion with perseverance. And that's really interesting, because when you look up the, on, on Wikipedia, the definition of the word grit, from a psychological po- point of view, is described as a positive, non-cognitive trait based on an individual's perseverance of effort combined with the passion for a particular long-term goal or end state. Uh, In other words, a powerful motivation to achieve an objective and therefore to be able to endure um, some of the things that come our way to test us along the way. And I I have no doubt that Angela was... uh, I haven't read the book, so that's why I'm having no doubt. And rather than saying absolutely, that she was probably referring to the psychological definition of grit uh, when she came up with the title and the subtitle of her book. In fact, I really must get around to reading that one. It's on my it's on my wish list. So I've used the word resilience, but I think grit's actually a pretty it's a better word. Um, now I will say this right from the off. Um, I recently shared a video actually on LinkedIn. If you follow me on LinkedIn, uh, by all means, feel free to do so if you don't already. But um, I, I shared a video on there uh, which was entitled "Grit or Quit," and um, I will say this that I think just persevering. Uh, for no end game, no cause, or when things just don't make sense, it just well doesn't make sense really. So I think um, I, I will say that um, you know grit and perseverance and resilience, when you know we're really just banging our heads on a brick wall, is probably not that sensible. So there probably is a point when knowing when to quit is also uh, a valuable trait to have. But let's assume for the moment that what we're aiming for is worth having. And it's worth enduring some pain and discomfort and perhaps even opposition along the way. And that's that's what grit is, really. So I think assuming that we've got this long-term goal or passion or purpose that we're aiming at, then it's inevitable that we're going to be tested uh, along the way. That's just the way life is. 
And so if we have got a fairly weak temperament, then we might give up at the first hurdle, of course. And um, the idea is that to, to have anything worthwhile, we need to go through and endure, you know, tests along the, along the way. Ironically, um, and having been through a number of tests along the way, these, these tests actually, they sharpen us up, they knock off the rough edges, and they improve us. It's a bit like um, you know, a diamond in the rough. A diamond in the rough doesn't look like a diamond. It doesn't look like what you put on somebody's engagement ring, I can assure you. Um, it, it looks very rough and it needs to be chiseled and, you know, and, and chipped away and, and smoothed and polished as it, as it goes through a process to make it into this beautiful uh, stone that I'm sure uh, many of the ladies in particular will appreciate. But you know, the, the point is that actually to, to, make some, to have something worthwhile, we have to go through this journey, this process, much like forming a diamond. And that's really the point of grit. And I'll just use a few examples in my own case, and I'm not going to go too far back. Well, I might go a little bit far back, but I'm not going to go too far back in, in time, as it were. Um, I'm going to cite the first one, which was, um, you know, not a great personal experience, really, is uh, when I got divorced. I separated from my first wife and uh, it led to a divorce. And uh, I remember, actually, in fact, I was stimulated to recall this because somebody in the property community who I'm connected to, and I must admit, I don't really know that well, um, but clearly we're connected on uh, on Facebook as it happens. And he shared a post late last week, which was, um, you know, quite an open share about him and his uh, wife separating. Uh, and he just put it out there. And there was a lot of really positive, supportive comments. And I decided to comment also um, just to show support, even though we've really had little uh, engagement and uh, we don't really know each other. But we had a common interest, and that's that I was also in a position similar to where he is right now, uh, a decade before. And it was in, uh, I remember it clearly, it was in the summer of 2008, and I, I left, sorry, 2009, wasn't it? Yeah, 2009, so I remember it clearly, but I can't remember the, the year. No, it was 2009, it was, it was August, and uh, I left, I left the, our family home. We you know, literally just put a couple of suitcases and a couple of boxes in the car, and that was me gone. And um, yeah, it was it was not great for anyone. Uh, it wasn't great for my wife. It wasn't great for our kids, and it wasn't great for me. And in fact, actually, it was uh, it was quite a difficult period, certainly for that first uh, six months to a year, um, I have to say. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it was easy to. I was just just kind of just about starting out or wanting to start out. Actually, I hadn't even started proper um, on my property journey. It was it was literally just on the cusp of starting out on that. And it would have been easy just to wallow uh, and not do anything and just, just sit down and maybe lie down and <laughs> sulk for a bit. But actually, I didn't do that. I carried on anyway. And so uh, I'd had a, a dream, if you like, of getting into property for a number of years or getting back into property for a number of years, which had been wrestling with me uh, for, for about four years by that point. And um, in, in the latter quarter, the last quarter of 2009, I actually managed to undertake three property investment projects. So that was despite what was going on in my personal life, um, which really wasn't great, if I'm honest with you. So I guess that's the first example of a little bit of uh, grit or resilience. Um, the second one I can, I can really cite is at that point in time, so 2009, I was working for a, a multinational company. And um, I, had, I had a really good job, but the, the financial crisis, of course, had hit 2008, 2009. And um, being in the lending space, the financial services space uh, in business to business, um, we, we just 
didn't have any money to lend to people. And so we, we kind of didn't do anything for the best part of a year. Now, ironically, there were two of us who worked in the same team and we had identical goals and targets. We, we'd carved up the, the whole of the UK territory, which is my responsibility, our, sorry, our joint responsibility. We carved it up into different business sectors. We both had the same goal. So me and my uh, fellow, my colleague, if you like. And um, yeah, that we had the same goal to achieve for the year, but cl- clearly for most of the year, we, we weren't able to operate. It just wasn't, we weren't open for business. Anyway, we became open for business in the latter part of the year. I think it was approximately three months or four months, something like that. And then come the end of the year, so by the way, the whole year had passed by this point. We'd been closed for business most of the time. We became open for business. And then after the end of the year, our goals were, in the American terminology, re-gold. You know, as we were retargeted, but it was retrospectively, which is all was a bit odd. But needless to say, um, having gone from equal share or equal goals and targets for the year, for some unknown reason, my re-goaling, my retargeting was lower than my colleagues. And if you also add into that that I had public sector and financial services as part of my territory, so to speak. Uh, they're two of the hardest people to sell to, I can assure you, sell financial services to, uh, loans and, and leasing and that sort of thing. So I was kind of a little bit flawed by that. Anyway, um, needless to say, it meant actually my colleague hit their target and I didn't. And, you know, I was like really struggling with that just as a concept. But it got worse than that because that led to um, my employer and my manager you know, sitting me down one day and saying, you've got three months to leave the business and, um, yeah, you can imagine what that felt like. Um, it wasn't great. And, of course, all sorts of thoughts are going through my head about uh, how unfair it was, you know, the whole process. We didn't have any we didn't have any money to lend out to people for most of the year. Uh, we had a very short, you know, run, run or sprint to the end of the year. Um, and then going from, obviously, uh, equal targeting to unequal targeting for no real explanation, no real reason, resulting in one of us, you know, hitting their number and the other one, missing their number. I was about 90% uh, of, of the number when it was re-gold. Uh, so I didn't miss it by a mile. Uh, I did miss it by a bit. Um, of course, my colleague didn't. And, and he, his, you know, he, his, the response to him was quite different to me. So yeah, uh, it would have been easy for me to wallow and feel sorry for myself, uh, etc. But no, I decided, um, sod this, basically. Uh, and I just went out and I got myself another job. So you know, I wasn't full-time in property at that point in time. Uh, I needed an income, or at least I thought I did. And so I went out and got myself another job. And I did that well within the three months as it happened. I was even offered another job within the company I was employed in by a different manager. So um, yeah, make of that what you will. (laughs) I'm not going to get into into it too much. But here's the point. I didn't give up. I didn't become a victim. I didn't roll over. I just basically, you know, you know, yes, I got knocked down. And in fact, actually, when I was preparing for this uh, podcast, I was thinking about other phrases and uh, references I could use. And I've just used it right there, haven't I? I got knocked down. There's a famous song. Well, I think it was famous. It was during one of the football tournaments, wasn't it? And it was uh, by Chumbawamba. I get knocked down, but I get up again. And that's exactly how I was feeling, actually, uh, those two events. So I got knocked down a couple of times, but I got up and uh, got up again. I felt like I'd been in a boxing ring with Mike Tyson, although not that many people get up again when they're hit by him. But, you know, essentially just get knocked down and get back up again. And that's kind of grit. That's kind of perseverance. That's kind of pushing through uh, to, to aim for the, the long-term goal, the purpose, the passion that we're really aiming at. 
We're going to have these setbacks. You know, people are going to do things to us. We might think it's all unfair at times. We might think we've been harshly treated. We might think, why us? But we just got to get, you know, get up and, and, and go again, essentially. And as if that wasn't enough. Of course, uh, I was doing pretty well in property and uh, was able to step out and uh, have, uh, have have a career effectively, you know, build, uh, working in, in and related to the property sector a couple of years after that. So that was great. So the results were there um, after the action that I'd taken at that point in time. And needless to say, um, everything was going swimmingly well, perhaps too well, who knows, but everything was going swimmingly well. And then I, I stepped into some larger projects, as I've probably shared with you a number of times, and then I had a bit of a blow last year, actually, because um, I don't know if I've alluded alluded to this too much, but I had somebody who was looking after a number of the sites for me who basically let me down quite badly. And um, ultimate ultimate responsibility lies with me. It always does. But, um, you know, I put my trust and my faith into this individual. And uh, unfortunately, it didn't pay off so well, let's say that. So uh, I had, had a bit of a uh, a bruising, let's say, experience from that. And But guess what? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I had a month where I was wallowing a little bit in that as well. So we're all human, um, you know. And I think you know, getting knocked down and getting back back up again, it doesn't necessarily mean you get straight back up. You just bounce straight back up, and you have this amazingly positive attitude, and you just go again immediately. Um, we're human, you know. It, life isn't like that. We're not like that necessarily. Um, you know, we have emotions. We, 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 we can be damaged by these events. We might not know what to do exactly at the moment, but I think it's a process of getting, you know, getting knocked down and, uh, you know, deciding to get back up again and really pushing on again. And that's, that's the point of grit. That's the point of resilience um, uh, in, in amongst all this. So yes, kept going, uh, moved on. Of course, now we've got coronavirus and COVID-19. I'm thinking, wow, okay, when is this all going to end? The thing is, I'm going to tell you something. They won't all ever end. Um, we're in this for the long haul. If we want to achieve something of value, of significance, of purpose, uh, of meaning in our lives, you know, it's usually a long-term gig. Um, it's not a sort of overnight um, achievement thing. Uh, once and we're done, no, nope, it's uh, it's constant. And we're going to face challenges along the way, as I keep saying, essentially. Um, perhaps one one sort of uh, additional reference that I wanted to also say, perhaps before I, I finish today, was all about the Stoics. Essentially, now the Stoics was uh, was is a very practical philosophy. You can look it up for yourself, uh, by all means. And and they have a number of virtues that they like to uh, to talk about. And they have what they call the cardinal virtues. I'm just flicking through them now. So you've got wisdom, you've got justice, you've got temperance, and the fourth one is what they call fortitude. And I love this word fortitude. You know, you could translate it as courage, but I love the word fortitude. And, and the reason why is at one point I had a physiotherapist who was not, um, you know, was, was Brazilian and was not fluent in English. And um, we were talking about, you know, translating words between the, uh, the Portuguese and, uh, and the English. And she couldn't say the word strength. That was just a hard word for her to say. Um, just the way the way that our mouths work. You know, I can't say certain words in Portuguese very well, very well, because my mouth is not trained to say those words. And it was the same for her. So she couldn't say the word strength very well. So I actually said, use the word fortitude instead. Instead, you know, for strength, it's actually more than strength. It's courage. And I really love what the Stoics talk about this because. Fortitude is all about standing tall in the face of battle, if you like, and, and being you know strong to your, your values and your principles and your morals and just not buckling under the pressure. 
uh, and not buckling under the stress. And I think fortitude is a really good word, actually. So whether it's grit, whether it's resilience, or whether it's fortitude, um, we need it, essentially. And and often we need it in spades. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. So if you if you're just starting out or thinking of starting out, you better have a bit of this stuff because <laughs> you're gonna need it. And even if things go swimmingly well for a time, and in, in my case, they went swimmingly well for about nine years, let's say in in property, before I got that that property bump, let's call it that, with my uh, experience that I just re- referred to last year. Um, the the previous examples weren't specifically property, but they, this has all happened in the last ten years. So, kind of four bumps: the the divorce, the 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 work situation, the the project manager situation, and then more latterly, of course, coronavirus. But guess what? Um, I do believe that I'm resilient. I do believe that I have grit, um, and the idea of grit being uh, perseverance, you know, heading towards a long term passion or goal. Um, and it's not it's not blind faith, if you like. It's not ignorant. It's not like just being punched in the face several times and keep going back for more. It's not that. You know, there's something very worthwhile at the end of this. And I definitely believe I've got fortitude as well. So the real question is, do you? Do you have these qualities or this quality? There's more, by the way, you're going to need. I'll, you know, actually share you know part, a bit of a maybe share this another occasion. But I really wanted to dr- uh, drill into the whole grit, perseverance, and uh, fortitude point today. Um, there's there's other characteristics of, of our mindset and uh, our character that we're going to need to be successful in this. But I just wanted to ask: Have you have you got that within you? Have you got what it takes? Do you think you could take a few knocks and get back up and go again? Um, yeah, it's it's definitely something you're going to need, I think, to to survive this business in the long game. So uh, there we go. <laughs> Maybe not what you might have been imagining uh, for me to share this week, but it's very much in my heart. It's very much in my mind. And so that's all usually a good sign to that it'll be a good share. Now, hopefully that's been helpful to you. And thanks for those people who've uh, commented, by the way, about last week being really helpful for them. And um, when we're talking about something bigger than ourselves, uh, today it's all about, well, if it's something bigger than ourselves, we're going to need a bit of this stuff, grit and resilience and fortitude to make it through the bumps and uh, <laughs> and the bruises and to get through the other side, side rather unscathed because it's worth it in the end. So, um, yeah, as hopefully that's been useful to you. Um, you're going to find the show notes over at the website, thepropertyvoice.net. You know that you can always contact me, podcast, thepropertyvoice.net, if you want to talk about anything from today's show or indeed property more, uh, generally speaking. I'd love to hear from you, in fact. So do, do that. Um, but meanwhile, I guess all that's left to say is thank you once again for listening this week on the Property Voice podcast. Until next time, it's catch up. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.